welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing in world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. Weight loss doesn't begin in the gym with a dumbbell. It starts in your head with a decision. Listen to leading sports and preventive nutritionist Shiny Swindon talk about multiple reasons like sleep, water, stress and many more critical factors about weight loss. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello listeners, how are you? This is Shiny here, sports dietitian and preventive health dietitian. Every time I tell people or rather introduce myself as a dietitian, the first question they'll ask is, hey, give me tips on weight loss. <laughs> That's the irony here. People always think that, you know, this is the only thing that we do. Not really. There are so many health conditions for which diet can be customized. And then, of course, there's always nutrition education programs and all that. But then we all know how obesity is a big challenge. So today's discussion is all about decoding weight loss. So are you ready for the session? Let's go ahead. So the main thing is we always think weight loss or rather weight gain is all about counting calories. So what do we do? We go ahead and download an app and then start uploading quite a lot of data, information about what we are doing, the exercise, the food intake and all that and keep tracking them. But there are times that you, know, you do everything and still the results don't come through. How frustrating could that be? Haven't you been in that situation? If yes, then this is the time for you to really make notes. So grab a pen and paper and then start jotting down what I'm going to be sharing. See, I've been in this industry or rather I've been practicing as a dietitian for the past 22 years. And there are some of these factors that have really made a big difference when we work with clients. And thousands of clients have actually benefited because we focused these aspects. Okay, so let's look at what those are. Number one is sleep. If you do not sleep well, then there is a very good chance that whatever you do, the results will not come through. For example, you could be exercising for two hours in the gym, say morning session and in the evening session, you go to a fitness studio and still you don't get the results, right? Now, please focus if you are sleeping on time. And it's not about getting eight hours of sleep. It's about going to bed at a stipulated time. And the best time to go to bed is around 9.30 p.m so that you can really sleep well and say from 10 p.m. onwards till around say 5.30 or 6 a.m. In case you want to wake up early, it's absolutely fine, but hitting the bed at 10.30 or uh, rather 9.30 or 10 p.m. is very, very crucial. What happens is you are in alignment with the circadian rhythm and that makes sure that all your hormones are optimized, all the repair work goes clockwise and if the body also gets deep restful sleep and that truly helps a lot in fat loss as well. So while you sleep, there are so many physiological changes that's happening or rather the body is going through a lot of stress, repair work, and that will aid in muscle gain and also fat loss. So please watch out, check if you're getting deep restful sleep. Next is of course water. A lot of us do not drink enough water. In fact, I have met a lot of people, friends and neighbors and colleagues who used to drink only around 
500 ml of water per day. In fact, I met one gentleman who doesn't drink water at all. All he manages to consume is some cucumber, some fresh oranges, and that's it. He wouldn't have plain water at all. He just hated it. So if you belong to this category, please, please, please focus on drinking adequate water. So depending on where you're staying, make sure that you drink anywhere between two to three liters of water per day. Another easy way to check would be the color of urine. So every time you use the restroom, please check the color of urine. If it is yellowish in color, then probably you are dehydrated. So we tend to perceive thirst as hunger. And if you're not drinking adequate water, there is a very good chance that we end up eating large volumes of the solids. And that will contribute to weight gain. Done? So this is another most important factor. Another factor is also food allergy and food intolerance. There are some of us who are very sensitive to peanuts, soy, eggs, and a lot of other foodstuffs, like even wheat. And there's something called this food intolerance, which is lactose intolerance or gluten intolerance. Now, gluten is a protein that's present in wheat, rye, barley, multigrain breads, cookies, atta, and all of that. Now, these are things that can cause a lot of swelling or what we call um, as inflammation. And this can retain a lot of water. It can also push your tummy out, which means your waist size can look really big. And then you would wonder, hey, I'm exercising so much. I'm eating right. I'm eating on time and I'm counting calories. And why is it that I'm not getting results? So there is a very good chance that the underlying problem could be food intolerance. So watch out for that. And lactose intolerance. So lactose is a sugar that's present in milk. So you might be able to tolerate, say, curd or some yogurt buttermilk, all that would be fine. But then whenever you have cottage cheese or paneer or drink a glass of milk or have a bowl of ice cream, there is a very good chance that you feel very uncomfortable or perhaps feel very bloated. And if you were to check your weight, it's always high. So what you could do is an elimination plan in case you have this. So there are tests to diagnose if you have any food intolerance. And then go ahead, maintain a food journal, do an elimination plan for a month and then reintroduce these gluten-rich and dairy-rich foods and see how your body reacts. So when you work with a qualified professional, they'll actually guide you through this entire process. So don't miss out. There are these factors because I remember once a client had come and she had a little child at home and she said, I won't be able to visit her fitness studio. I live alone with my child. And all that I told her was, do your household chores, be active, go ahead, go to the nearby store climb stairs, play with your kid. That's absolutely more than enough. But then eat right, but avoid gluten and dairy. She did that diligently for 30 days and came back for a follow-up session. And when I measured her waist, abdomen and hip size, there was such a drastic difference, especially around the abdomen. There was a 10 centimeter drop. So it's just that she was consuming so much of gluten and lactose. She didn't realize that she had this problem. And this was the game changer for her, right? So keep this in mind. And the most essential factor or things that we tend to forget is being active throughout the day. We might visit a, say, a Zumba class or perhaps a yoga studio, or we might go out for a run. But after that one hour, what happens is we might end up sitting for long hours in front of the laptop, or perhaps we could be recording some music or we're doing, say, a recording of a podcast, or you end up sitting for long hours and doing a sedentary job. Now, chances are that you're not burning enough calories throughout the day. So keep yourself active throughout the day. This is what we call as neat calories. I'm sure you would have heard from someone, you know, say a specialist. So it's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. 
So basically make sure that you're walking a lot. At least every one hour, take a break. Go for a five-minute stroll or a walk. Climb stairs, say, for five minutes. And then just move around a bit. You can even take your pet for a walk. Or else you could just do a little bit of household chores in between your office work. You could just pace the floor or walk around the corridor. And that might be very, very helpful. So don't miss out on that. Next is, of course, stress. If you are highly stressed or if you are, say, a type A personality, where everything has to be meticulous. And if things don't go your way, you get really rattled. So if this happens, there is a lot of hormones within you that's causing huge fluctuations in your sugar. This could also lead to a condition called as insulin resistance. So if you are this type A personality or someone who's an overachiever or someone who's not satisfied with what you've achieved so far and you're constantly thinking of ways to get better and better and better, then your brain is working, right, all the time. And this itself, this stress itself can make you gain weight. So stress plays a huge role. The food choices that you make could also get deviated if you're highly stressed. And this can affect the sleep. And stress can also affect the food choices that you're making. So do you see the connection? There are just so many factors around stress. And this is one thing that you really have to tackle. So how can we manage this? You could speak to a therapist and they could give you a lot of techniques. You could also uh, take up some classes. So if you were to go for a dance class and all that, it really awakens your inner child and brings so much of joy. So if you are someone who loves dancing, take that. Or play a sport. You could play any kind of racket sport or anything that you really love because that's what you would sustain for a longer period of time. You could go for a swim. You can spend time in nature. You can join a meditation program or a class. So think of ways in which you can go ahead and manage stress, right? And this will be very, very helpful. Next thing is, of course, hormone-related issues. So it'll be a great idea to meet an endocrinologist or also a hormone specialist because even if you were eating right, and exercising. If you are not taking care of your hormones, there is a very good chance that you might not get the results that you want. So the most common things that we get to see in our practice is insulin resistance. So this is a pre-diabetic condition, or it could be a polycystic ovarian syndrome. That again is a very common issue because of which people do not lose weight. And hypothyroidism. So getting a battery of blood tests would be truly helpful. Okay. So Hope you've made note of these points and the next time around you feel that you're hitting a roadblock, there is a very good chance that you might want to look through the notes and then go ahead and meet with a professional because this one single change could actually help you get your wellness goals, help you reach the wellness goals and you don't want to miss that at all, right? So go ahead, work with a qualified professional because they're going to save time for you and keep these factors in mind. And wishing you the best of health, wealth, and happiness. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure this podcast helped you gain an understanding of weight loss and why it's just not about counting calories but living a life of discipline. Do share this with your friends, family, or anyone who's struggling to overcome this. Shiny Surendran will be live in the upcoming Super Growth Summit along with 10 other world-class trainers. Log in to www.sgsummits.com and register for the upcoming Super Growth Summit for free. This is Surendran Jayashekar. Until next time, love yourself. Don't take life too seriously. Strive to become a better version of yourself. Give more to get more. And always keep inspiring.